Maybe you look like a real asshole. Can I tell you something? She was in highlights in the 80s. I like that you think you're a good guy. He's a comedian. You can say it that way if you want to be wrong. Sounds like you're addicted to a drug. Yeah, that's true. That's the name of your like album. A, that sounds like a, um, like an 80s band lyric. Like, yeah, a, like some Depeche Mode lyric. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we got it. We're there. Um, our, I sound, I can hear me. Oh, that's new. In both ears? No, just the left. Who cares? Is that real? Cause Is it real? Well, because you say that every single time. Maybe it's happening every single time. Yeah, that is one possibility. Joe, you're fucking, you're out of line. If this is how you're gonna act, then I'm, uh, I'm gonna secede. <laughs> Start your own podcast. Yeah, it's just gonna be called the comedy podcast. <laughs> I would like it if I recorded a podcast on this side of the table, you recorded a podcast on the other side of the table at the same time. It would be kind of fun, and then yeah. we, uh, we could, you could kind of hear the other person, but you, we just try to interact. <laughs> And then we wouldn't, uh, <laughs> like, you'd be talking about the news or something and be like, I don't even like the news. I don't know. It's just so nice to talk by myself and not have some idiot talking about what they think about Donald Trump. Yeah, it was, that sounds about right. Yeah, like, we kind of fight with each other. I would like it if we interacted, but you could, one podcast was only one of us, and you had to listen to both podcasts in, at the same time. There's a Flaming Lips record like that. Look, uh, Quadrophenia? No, it's like Zatuatu or oh, something. Oh, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, where it's like, it's really stupid, because you could just, it, it kind of came out, like, right before, like, MP3s became a big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, turn me up my headphones. Uh, and now I just hear fuzz! <laughs> well, it came out right before MP3s became a big thing, so then as soon as that happened, everyone was like, we can just put this onto fucking Windows, um media player and just play them all at once you just open up different tabs well because before you needed to try to yeah. match up like different cd players and, and it was kind of like it was kind of this like mystery thing where it was yeah. like if you can if you can track down four sound systems and play them all at once with four different fingers <laughs> then you can hear the best flaming lips experience ever and maybe do drugs that sounds like we're missing a good time but it's like they could have just put it all on one track, and it would have been a busy track. Yeah, but part of the part of the enjoyment was the track you had to go through to get to listen. I also to think it. that part of it was like some people would be like, "It sounds really good with just disc one and yeah, three. Yeah, yeah, and like I that actually. People, I does, heard people talk about that. That does sound pretty cool. Yeah. Um. Oh, want to know what else is pretty cool? So I went to uh, Mini Mott yesterday. Is, what is that? So it's Mott. It's basically like Mott Street's Small Cheval. Where okay. they just do the burger wings and they have soft serve. So you just went and got a burger? Yeah, the burger. It's up there, dude. It it goes loyalist, uh, and then in the same league is uh in in that like top Oshaval echelon, league? it's like Ocheval, Loyalist, and Mott Street. It's so what, a really how, great burger. I actually wasn't gonna talk about the burger. How I was gonna good. talk about their soap. It's really nice soap. <laughs> in the bathroom. This yeah, in the well come on. I'm Joe. just clarifying. What is this? Fucking Pakistan? Yeah. Is this Pakistan? No, it's not Pakistan. They don't have podcasts in Pakistan. We put... They have have bad bathroom systems there, Joe. I believe you. Yeah. I don't even know that. And no podcasts. There's probably some. You don't know that. I don't... You don't know that. You're right. You don't not know that. I don't. I don't at all. Mm. I'm just... Yeah, you're right. You don't know anything. You're right about that, Joe. (laughs) (laughs) So tell me about the soap. It was so good. And you know what was cool about it? I could smell it on my hands like three hours later. It was like I got clean, and it was like I had perfume on. And that's a good that that's a sign of a good soap. You're saying? I think so. so you could smell it later. It had a it had a good tooth to it, also. <laughs> a good bite. Yeah, it was al dente. What did it smell like? Like you know what? It was layered. <laughs> <laughs> I think there was some mint, but there was also fruit. So like, and it was a little savory. So like three hours to later, the tongue. so three hours later, <laughs> what did your hand smell like? The same. But, would, but it matured. Were you alone? Uh, yes. And were you high? Mm, yes. Got it. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, I just had my weird day date, and we got high in a park. And then I, <laughs> and then I, t- 
Never mind. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> Wait a second. A date? Yeah, I went out. I don't. I don't want to get on the way it. here. He's told me I this thing wanna, he doesn't want to talk about, but he definitely wanna, talked about this hot fifteen-year-old he saw. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah, we saw. So when Joe picked me up in Lincoln Square, there was this girl with an older man who very well likely. It, it was totally unclear whether this was her dad or her sugar daddy because she was like crazy hot. Fifteen years old. She he, looked like the hottest fifteen-year-old in the world. But she also could have been like a really well-preserved nineteen. Preserved. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah, she's a pickled 19-year-old. It's all That's downhill weird. from there. That got, that became a little abstract. Oh, as opposed to what you normally talk about, which is totally accurate and on point. Mm-hmm. Got it. Yeah, I find beauty in the mundane. So, you didn't feel <laughs> creepy? <laughs> you didn't feel creepy being attracted to what you assumed was a 15-year-old? I mean, it's... There's a, th- my favorite thing I ever heard from Marin, he, I didn't even hear him say, I just heard someone quote him of this, but he had the, this beginning to a joke that was just like, everyone's attracted to 15-year-olds. <laughs> 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 that is really funny. <laughs> like, come on. Uh, I, I have a bunch of cats. Yeah, I was waiting for the cat reference. <laughs> Yeah, there's gonna be some background noise, so I apologize yeah, in advance. Oh, it probably won't even get yeah. picked up. Because last time this happened, no one know it couldn't you couldn't tell by listening to yeah, it. Yeah, it was just us giggling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is most of the podcast. <laughs> um Yeah, so it was really nice soap. Did you ask them about it? No. I didn't really appreciate it until Until afterwards. Yeah, because I was like, it's still there. Does that matter to you? I mean obviously it does because it left an impression. Oh yeah, I love soap. But, like, shitty soap, that bothers you. doesn't bother me, but good soap makes me feel happy. Makes you feel clean. Yeah, like, I always have nice soap in my apartment. Do you? Yeah. Qual- okay, how do you... What tier does it need to be at? Um... Because there's, like, super fancy soap. No, I know what you're saying. It's not It's not quite that. Like, uh, what's the name of it? The stuff with it like, has, like, olive oil in it? It's Meyer or whatever you have. Yeah. Becky bought the same. Or we have that bottle, but then I buy the Bronner stuff and put in it. <laughs> Doc Bronner's is good soap. Yeah, I buy that. That's the soap I buy. Yeah. It it, it, it makes my hands feel a little terse. <laughs> like a little short? No, not a little well, short. Terse. A little terse. Terse means like curt. Don't talk to me like I know what the words I say mean. Uh, my, my mistake. Yeah. I apologize. Don't talk to me. <laughs> I don't think I performed that sentence correctly. No, I think it's accurate. I also don't think you perform sentences. <laughs> <laughs> You're always performing. No, I'm not. Always on. Beauty in the mundane. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, yeah, I was talking to this dude I work with today, and we have this idea where we're just going to we're gonna start we're gonna start using the phrase, that's a spicy meatball, but just say it too much and say it dry. <laughs> so we're just, like, eating a salad and be like, oh, that's a spicy meatball. <laughs> but don't tell people about it. Like, you're going to use it outside of context with each other. Oh, exclusively. Okay. Yeah. All right. I just think it'd be so funny. So then you're going to report back with each other how it's been going? Yeah, be like, dude, I said it's a spicy meatball like four, four times. You guys, you want to be my better friend? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty great. I love day drinking. I know. <laughs> I've been doing it a lot. Dude, Boiler Room has an insane happy hour. From like four to, when is happy hour? Four to six? It depends on the place. Okay. Yeah, people can be happy at different times. I don't know if that's true. It's five o'clock somewhere. Shut up. That's a spicy meatball. <laughs> yeah, but there's this two to five, and it's like $3 drafts, and they have good drafts. And they're, they they have cheap pizza, too? Mm-hmm. Do you like their pizza? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's the best pizza. But it's fine? No, it's good. It's good. Uh, I think a lot of times their specials are pretty lame, but, like, they have they have one where it's, like, it's like PBR braised meatballs and Jardinera. It's, like, it's good. It's good, uh, good-ass pizza. Cool. It's very inconsistent, I found. All right. I've only been there a couple times. Like some, I like it when the, the crust has got some crunch to it. I've only been there. You, me, and Patty went. You called him Patty. Well, just because you call him Patty. I, I know. It and happened, and Becky, it Becky and you. I just listened to that episode the other day. With Pat? Yeah. Well, you listened to it like as a couple? Well, it's like she was listening to episodes while cleaning. She listened to like four episodes, and I was in the other room writing, and I came in during that one. And we it wasn't like you lit a candle, and she sat in that way where her head goes in the small <laughs> of your shoulder, and you're just like, oh, Pat. 
pat and then you kiss her forehead. There was no candle, but the rest of that happened. <laughs> Did it? No. Oh. Do you do that stuff still? Light a candle? No, not the candle. We don't. Becky doesn't like candles. You're a man and a woman. You're not a man and a man. <laughs> candles are for two men. <laughs> and me, I love candles. Yeah, I like candles too. I love too. candles and soap, and pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Three things that go together. <laughs> That sounds like a nice day to me. It actually is. Uh, <laughs> that would really do it for me. We just have some like Thai food. <laughs> uh, do but do you like the 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 head and the shoulder? When she hits my shoulder. No, you don't. You don't hit. I keep hitting, but I'm trying to demonstrate not hitting. <laughs> Well, are you stretching your shoulder right now? I'm, I'm trying to feel <laughs> where you're... Uh, where, where you know the thing white? where the head goes... The chick's head goes right there. And you're then talking about, you're talking about like cuddling? Well, sit cuddling. Your arm is around her? Yeah, then you, you do that with one arm. And if you want... It's a real good position to make a make out with you. Make them. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and tell them about how much you like candles and soap. Yeah, I like soap. Put your mouth in mine. <laughs> I wonder why you can't get a relationship. <laughs> we were just like talking. dating. <laughs> yeah, going on a lot of dates. You sound like you know how to be boyfriend perfectly. Hmm. <laughs> Double jungle boogie. Is it Some good? Beer. Yeah. I love beer. You're not gonna have one, Joe. Uh, I don't usually drink before I go up. Although it's gonna be like four Dude. hours before I go up. <laughs> yeah, it is eight point five percent alcohol. You don't want to be drunk doing well, your comedy yeah. bits. I I like I lose I don't lose control, but like one beer definitely affects me. Really? Like there were times at Comedy Butcher where it's like, well, it's the end of the show. The headliner's already gone up. <laughs> you're right, Will. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't you can't Will's handle drinking either. Fucked up. <laughs> I bet it's hard to breathe right now. Who's gonna die? <laughs> It's like what you should never do to someone. <laughs> They're choking and you make fun of them. <laughs> I'm sorry, Will. I'm Max good. tries to destroy everything around him. <laughs> right. were, you, were you scared? No, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong pipe. <laughs> Dude, one time, I was just talking about this uh, with someone today. Um, um, one time when I was like, uh, I was a freshman in college, I was in the backseat of a sedan drinking, uh, vodka, just taking pulls of very bad vodka. It was called Fleischmann's. It was like the shittiest vodka. Um, and I, in the part, the car, we were at a red light and I go to take my, my shot pull of the vodka. Then they accelerate. I get the <laughs> shitty vodka down the wrong pipe and immediately both of my lips go numb. It was the weirdest thing. It was like some acupuncture bullshit. One time, I accidentally got high on deodorant in the backseat of a car. Wait, you got high on deodorant? Spray deodorant. Wait, you, 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 you this is it. not an accident. No, it was very much an I'll explain. That's so, called huffing. I know. I didn't know that what I was doing Huffer. at the time. Oh, so shit. I had one of like those right guard spray cans, and the ca I lost the cap. So I had it in my backpack, and it got, like my backpack fell over with a bunch of clothes, and I could just hear it going off. Like It had pressed. Oh, wow. It was just going off for like a solid 30 seconds and I open my bag and I'm pulling out a bunch of shit to get to it. And then I'm like, fuck, my bag is soaked. So I'm grabbing like a towel and wiping it out. But my head's in the bag for like a solid like three or four minutes. And I'm just, I, didn't, I wasn't aware until after. I was like, I just breathed nothing but uh, deodorant for like three straight minutes. And then I was like absurdly high the rest of the way home. Whoa. Would you say you were twisted or tripping? Twisted. <laughs> I was, I was like scared. <laughs> I was scared. scared. Yeah, I'm like, I just got high on deodorant. Like that. This is this is something like poor people do. Yeah, dude, it's frightening to like. I remember the first time I was chill. <laughs> I had been high before, Max, <laughs> just not on hygiene products. <laughs> was it wasn't a good high? No, it was not a pleasant high. It was a did I fuck up my brain permanently high? Oh. Joe. I knew it was, I know it's stupid in hindsight, but you nice. weren't me then. I bet you were having a, a fine time. No, I was scared, Max. You're, you should have, you should have, you should have just, but what I always try to do is find beauty in the mundane. <laughs> <laughs> that explains a lot of your friend roster, including me. You're not mundane. Am I? You're a weird goof. Oh, that's sweet. That's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. It's <laughs> <laughs> just not mundane. No, not at He's all. He's very sad, and he does almost nothing. Yeah. Yeah, how, uh, is, how is doing nothing not mundane? Oh, a mountain does nothing. 
<laughs> you do speak in poems. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I said oh. <laughs> Zen moron. Oh, spit take. Spit take. I didn't spit, you fucking You bitch. did. I saw it. Come out. I, the only thing I spit is cum, and I'll spit it right in your fucking eye, you bitch. <laughs> it's going to be your cum. That's, that's all right. That's pretty sweet. I'm going to yeah, suck you, you off and fuck up your eyeballs. <laughs> thank you. Because no. He, I think because he hates you no, so much. No, thank you, you <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> uh, what's new, Will? Oh, nothing. Yeah, you don't do anything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm. I would. I might be mundane. Did you listen to the last 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 episode? I did not. Your brother listened to it. Yeah, I know. He loved it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he also told my sister about it. <laughs> who listened? <laughs> then my sister <laughs> told my father <laughs> about it. <laughs> who listened? <laughs> is yeah. he upset? No. What are they? No. Fa- are they but fans? You just, like, you, yeah, you you just fans. can't tell your wife. <laughs> no, she listened to it as well. <laughs> is she okay with it? Yeah, of course. You were really worried <laughs> she wouldn't be. I not. I'm not worried about her. More just the general consensus of the public. Yeah. What our was, our public. What response did you get? Uh, they all thought it was very funny. <laughs> <laughs> which is which is good. That's weird because when I heard it, I was like, this guy's like. The wine scene of podcast <laughs> and uh, pod scene. Pod scene. <laughs> you you wrote that down and you you prepared that no, that little know. bit on the way over. No, Max. Sometimes it's funny on the fly. <laughs> oh, really? like, I'm coming back to the podcast. I got a good one for Will. <laughs> no, I didn't even think about it. No, but uh, I riff hard, dude. <laughs> Not me. Right before. <laughs> don't, don't, don't I know it? <laughs> <laughs> right before we started recording, I got a phone call. And it was my father. He said, "Oh, I just listened to your podcast, The Comedy Butcher, and th- and that was it. That was all really. he said. That's all. He, that's all he said. He, and he said, well, I won't tell your mother about it.' <laughs> <laughs> you know what's weird is like, I feel like people go so long, like just having these relationships with their parents where you just don't talk about certain things, and the reality is like, your parents used to splooge all over the place." Of course. And then when they hear you do, they're like, yeah, I mean, I knew we just didn't talk because I knew him when he was three. Yeah, right. But the reality is everyone splooges. Sure it is. Sure Sure it is. (laughs) (laughs) What are you, a a hyphy rapper? (laughs) You know, the the real proof of splooging is when you have a kid. It's like. Yeah, there's evidence. That's like the actual proof that you're having sex. So it's like. When you have a kid? When you have a kid. I mean, like everybody, everyone. You everyone know. knows. Yeah. Everyone knows. And everyone's so happy right. for everyone's you know, happy for you. You could yeah, exactly. Yeah, before you have a kid, it could be like, yeah, it's like okay, yeah, he's had a lot of sex in Canada. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you have a kid, it's like You came here. <laughs> <laughs> you kid it's uh like Joe said, it's evidence. That be you know what would be really fun is uh is if you like you had this beautiful girlfriend in Canada your whole life and you just been fucking her shit. <laughs> Just weird sex, just the whole time since you were like thirteen. It's been going on for like twenty years, and it's so good that you like, you don't. But she doesn't have a passport, or she's whatever. She can't come to America, and all your friends are like, "Yeah, you're going to see Martha." <laughs> and then like one time, like twenty years later, you just show up with your your little boy Bartholomew, and he just hands your buddy a thing of maple syrup. <laughs> you, the Bartholomew is your child. Your come yeah, child. Oh, okay. the daughter, the, yeah, the son Martha. of Martha. Oh, okay. Yeah. Canadian Martha. Yeah. Okay. It's good and then you pre because he's Canadian, so yes, Canadians have maple syrup. Yeah, that's actually um, the the what the birth canal is filled with is a bunch of maple syrup. <laughs> the placenta is replaced. Yeah, yeah. It'd be funny to it. use maple syrup as lube. I, mm. Mm. Not, <laughs> not great. Okay, so it sticky. Would, it would. <laughs> it would be okay. a go- It'd be a great goof. Yeah. I just said it would be funny, and I'm right. <laughs> if you if you if you if you spritzed some fucking maple syrup, some Aunt Jemima syrup all over someone's ah, Aunt Jemima, do snatch. something classic. Fuck off, Joe. <laughs> it's funny with Aunt Jemima. At least have the principle of your soap to your syrup. If you ah! don't have nice syrup, have you know? I feel differently about soup than I do lube. Really, soup. <laughs> Well, I mean, I stand by what I said. (laughs) Uh, 
I mean, just just the even if you didn't fuck, just the idea of someone taking some anchovy syrup and pouring it all over a vagina it would make me laugh a lot. Yeah, but there's a lot of things that you could pour over a vagina that you would laugh a lot about. That's a good point. Yeah, let's name some of them. <laughs> Kool Aid, dude. <laughs> I was just <laughs> thinking. Kool-Aid. Oh my god! I'm not kidding. I was just thinking Kool Aid. It'd be funny to put Kool Aid on a pussy. What flavor? I don't. The red. Great. Well, I wasn't, I wasn't thinking that. It's, stop laughing. Stop it. We th- enough. <laughs> I, I thought red. Do you know what they do? I so I, I was reading a listicle. Uh, in Very which, sophisticated. Yeah. Uh, was it ten things to put on a vagina? No, I wasn't that. Uh, I wrote that listicle. Um, <laughs> Yet to be published. <laughs> uh, no, it was like 50 weird foods they only eat in these states. Like Illinois was cheese caramel corn. Okay. But the Alabama one was called a cool lickle, which is where you take a jar of pickles and you put Kool-Aid mix in it. And then you like reverse pickle them in Kool-Aid. Wow. That's insane. Wait, so it's pickles that have been unbrined? Well, no, no, Kool-Aid? no. They've already been pickled, but then yeah. you put Kool-Aid in, let them pickle more. And then they, then they then they get infused with salt and sweet. Where? Okay. Was this again? Alabama. Alabama. Alabama I, I think. Sounds like a Wisconsin thing, too. I can see a lot of places What was Wisconsin's? That. I can't remember what it was. Something with cheese? Yeah. Curds? Cheese curds. No. Do you know what? I didn't get to Wisconsin. <laughs> Where else are they cheese curds besides Wisconsin or places that are Wisconsin-themed? Um, fucking Canada. Poutine. Is, poutine? Isn't, isn't poutine gravy on fries? And cheese curds. Okay. All right. Well, that sounds extra bad for you. I accept your apology. Um, <coughs> Aren't you from Wisconsin? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Wisconsin <laughs> for a life. They all talk this way in Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was like down at the bay, and I was like, dude, that's hella, that's hella cheese. And, <laughs> and I was like, are you trying to board right now? And they're like, yeah, but right after I watched the Packers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Brett Favre. Did you grow up around a lot of Packers fans? Yeah, my dad was a huge Packers fan, which is weird because he's from New York, but he, when he moved to Wisconsin, he's like all Brett Favre. Like, my dad worships Brett Favre. Were you ever into sports? No. Did he, he never try to get you into sports? He did, but I used, to, I used to not do things because my dad wanted me to like him. That's why I'm not into sports. Because my dad loves sports. Like, I never got into the Beatles because my dad was always pushing the Beatles on me, and I was just like, fuck you, Kip. You think he's disappointed in <laughs> you now? No, he loves me. He loves me so much. Was he disappointed at the time you didn't like sports or the Beatles? I don't think he really cared. Mm. I think he would have liked if I had done shit with him. I always, like, my my dad's, like, always loved everything about me. That explains a lot. Does it? Well, because you seem happy with yourself, despite how much you talk I'm about not. not being happy with yourself. I'm absolutely not. Well, we were talking, by the way, over here about not having confidence. Yeah, I don't have any confidence. Which is so weird. I mean, I do in certain situations. Because your whole character is dude who's absurdly confident. That's just the character I do with you. Yeah, and on stage. Is that what I'm doing on stage? Certainly seems like. When you tell an audience to go fuck themselves and you fuck with a guy in the front row for laughing, for being a good audience member, how is that not someone who's confident? I'm just being a pill. That's what I am. I'm a pill. Only child. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's a lot of that. Do you guys think about that, the only child syndrome? I mean, I get asked about it so much more than I think about it. Do you know what I mean? I mean, do you, like, do w- you wish that you had a brother or sister? I don't really think about it. People talk to Amanda and I all the time and say, oh, you should have another kid. What happens when you guys die? Then she doesn't have anybody else. <laughs> what is that supposed to be? Yeah, just, exactly. Like, Isn't that crazy? Siblings. Right? Yeah. It's like, you can have friends. Do you have friends? Me? Yeah. No, not a single one. Yeah, I'm paid to be here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually kind of have a pretty pretty solid. Like I realize and every single day off I have, I go out to eat with at least one person. Yeah. The argument to have siblings is to help them raise each other. Oh, that's and good. I think it helps I like with that. socialization. They, 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 yeah, they socialize each other yeah, and like they that. learn things from each other. Everyone's always like, you got to have one so that they have somebody to play with. It's like, oh, yeah, that's a real good idea, having another kid so that your current kid can have a kid to play with. Well, it's not an accessory for one kid. Right? That's what it sounds like. But th- so they both have someone to play with. Yeah, there's a buzzing. I hear a buzz. I think that's from the theater. Is that the theremin? Don't yeah. Shut up. There was a theremin. Was you there actually up. a theremin out I there? I think. <laughs> yeah, that's the theremin or whatever from outside. Is that I'm the buzz we're hearing? Cancer. 
<laughs> yeah, theremins give cancer. I think so. Yeah, that's why no one plays them. That sounds right. Yeah, that's definitely from the uh, theater. All right, whatever. So you're going to have another one? No, I don't think so. Why you not? can't afford it, right? Well, once this podcast takes off. Yeah, <laughs> can't wait. Um, yeah, what did you say? What did you ask? If you're having another kid. Yeah, no. Because? Selfish reasons. You want your time. Yeah, right. All right. Because <laughs> the first one was a big regret, right? No, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> well planned out. It's going really well with the first one. Like, why fuck it up? It's really hard to have a fucking kid. Nah, I could do it. I yeah, mean, I, I, I guarantee Max could do it. Not well. The act of I'm making it happen is easy. Sure. But the act of birthing it and then raising it is really hard. I don't know. A lot of times when I have sex, I can't come. And I think that this is this is an un... This is th- we need a me too for this. <laughs> People are always talking about how men always come. A lot of them don't. Well, I've never experienced that. You always come every time. Mm. Here, you're splugeaholic. Yeah, I don't have that problem either. Sorry to not. Maybe you drink too much, Max. No, I don't. I barely ever drink. Okay, you're right. You don't have a problem. I've been drinking like a month and a half. Okay, <laughs> you're drinking right now. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly not every day. Of course not. <laughs> Have you you really have had like you've you don't you've had sex without finishing? A lot. Really? Yeah. Like even if it got hard, you can like it was difficult and you figured out how to way to make it work in the end. Is you're saying you guys stopped without having finished? No, it's like it, it's always it's always like it's always like I'm really trying and I just can't. It's usually with a condom. When but even sometimes without a condom I can't do it. How how often do you have sex without a condom? More than I should. And are they always on the pill? Uh, sometimes I just pull out. Okay. Uh, I mean, sometimes people have, uh, what is it, the IED? IED, yeah. I always think it's UID, but that's like a bomb, right? IED is a bomb. I, what's a UID? Nothing. Okay. DUI is something else. DUI. Yeah, that's when... Um, <clears throat> no, I don't want to finish. Uh, <laughs> I was trying to think of something sexual involving a car, but I couldn't do it. Uh Acknowledge that it would have been funny had I done it fast. Nope. Fuck off. Uh, what? Hold on a second. What? Okay. Go ahead. What the hell was that? What, what I, I, I'm hearing a little something. Now. Yeah, there's a buzz. Yeah, there's a little buzz. Do you want to pause it? No. No pause. All right. You guys keep talking. I'll troubleshoot a little bit. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, it's not that big a deal. Sure, because no one's listening to this outside of Will's family Does anyway. Do you ever do this? Yeah. Is it <coughs> so stupid? Does it bother you that your family's going to listen to all of our podcasts? Well, they're not going to listen to any of them. No, I don't think so. I'm surprised that my sister and my dad did. Well, your brother probably sold it as, like, you got to listen to this. Yeah, right? Fuck him. And you got to listen to what your son's doing and your brother's doing. Fuck you, Mike. Yeah, Mike's our biggest fan. He's probably our only fan, right? No, he's, no. A, he's definitely the biggest fan. I think there's a lot of secret listeners. Well, we don't have our numbers, right? We have no idea. Oh, yeah. Who knows? Damn, I'm really I'm really excited to eat some weird food. We're just going to duck in, right? Yeah, we're getting the duck, right? We're at the yeah. duck. I might get some goofy cocktails. All Damn. Right. Damn. I do want to go to that place in Andersonville. It's just I don't want to drive all the way up there tonight. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, that place looks really cool, though. Is it expensive? No. Nah, it's like most of the entrees are like 15, and they have a few things to share that are like 30. But it's not prefix. No. Okay. No. It's like, uh, I feel like it's got a, like, it's got a service style similar to like Sky. Okay. You know what I mean? But I, I think the, the, the vibe of the food I really like. I, I kind of wish places, like, places you can go spend 40 bucks were just prefix. Uh, I actually 100% agree with you. I think it'd be. I think food would be much better. Like there's a there's a two Michelin in New York that's getting a lot of heat, cause, partially because it's like very hip, but also because like they do like they do like a f- like five to seven course prefix for like like fifty to seventy dollars, mm-hmm. and that's just all they ha- they have one that's one regular, one vegetarian. Both are supposed to be really good, and it's a shorter prefix, uh, but it's like. And especially in New York, that's really cheap. But it's like, they're just like, well, we're not fucking LaBerna Den. Like, we're just giving you, like, a, it's like a working class breeze fix. I mean, it's still not. Like, it's still an expensive yeah. meal. But for New York, that's very affordable. And it's kind of been like a, a watershed thing. What's this word that you're saying? Prefix? Prefix? 
it's it's it like it's pre-fixed. a menu. Pre prefixed menu. Well, it's P R I X. Oh, and it's not pricks. pricks. It, it means pricks price fix. fix, but really what it means is that there's no menu. You you get the menu. It's what Alinea does, and they and you you get it. You don't you choose. Get what the eating, chef is going to serve, and they're going to do multiple courses, and they're going to. And what's cool about it is that it makes a meal like it. Be, the meal becomes like part meal, part like almost like album, because like really great restaurants will they're all into like the pacing of it and like what comes first, and like like a lot like the classic thing classic thing you'll get is like they'll do a lot of seafood first. Yeah, which I I never understood exactly why. I think it's because it's lighter and it's like, uh, yeah, it's basically that. And then like then pasta, then meat, then dessert. But some places like, I mean, Alinea was like, like, you know, they were really thinking about it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they were trying pretty hard. Yeah, they were. They were. Yeah, they they were. They were showing some sweat. Yeah, I would just like to go to some place like Oshaval. For sure, yeah. And just like, here's 40 bucks, give me whatever you want. Yeah, give me three or four things. Yeah. A lot of places, that is becoming more common. I think that, like, I think that there's something really, it seemed like, the, the worst thing to me is something like the Cheesecake Factory, where it's like, they have a book of a menu, and it's Ugh. relatively affordable. Yeah, the more like, things there are on the menu, the less I want to be there. Exactly, yeah. Like, what I want like to Anything over pl- 20 is like, what are you doing? Oh, for sure. That's why this Passeroto place, like, they have, like, fucking i don't even know if they have 10 things on the menu but it's like well that means i know that all that stuff's fresh all of it's really thoughtful like like it's not like i'm going to any one restaurant more than once it's very rare i go to a restaurant more than once a month you mean the same restaurant the same restaurant except oh. for cafe tola which one's that the one you go to all the time oh yeah i went there this morning yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i get an empanada and a breakfast taco are so fucking good. <laughs> tacos are overrated. No, they're not. Yeah, they are. No, no, no. Okay, are tacos overrated, or do you not know what the fuck you're talking about? Probably both. Definitely the second. Tacos are so good. I feel like it's... Uh... How can a taco be overrated? That's like saying a sandwich is overrated. It's just a vehicle. It's not like... <laughs> tacos are not a homogenous thing. <laughs> Some tacos. <laughs> fuck off, Joe. He's so excited when you talk about food. Some tacos are really good, and some are really bad. And there's a whole spectrum. It's a, it's like a it, it's just a tortilla full of shit. Yeah, but I think that that spectrum is very small. Oh, you're wrong. Nope. Where's what? What's the best place you ever had a taco? Uh, that's have a you ever question. had a great taco? I've been to a lot of taco places. Okay, what taquerias? Yeah. Those are Mexican diners. Like, and I love them, but it's not like they're going to vary that much between each other. Go to fucking Birriera Zaragoza, and it'll fuck your shit up. I do want to go You're there. talking about the goat place, right? Yeah, the goat place. That place is fucking insane. Yeah, but, you know, I've been to California and done the fish tacos and, and all that shit. At a good place? And, yeah, at a good place. Well, how do you know? <laughs> what do you mean? I was what, there. What do I mean? It was like, you know, you look it up online and it's well, like, oh, pardon my this French, is a good taco place. But I don't place. think you really know what the fuck you're talking about. You might be right. I am right. But the it's like, like you said, with a sandwich, it's not as good as a sandwich. Because a sandwich, th- the variety of sandwich is, is so much greater, mostly because of the bread. Why is bread a different vehicle than a tortilla? Because tortilla, th- there's not like... Uh, fucking rye tortilla. Oh my God, Will! Is there? Is there? There's thousands. (laughs) What is a tortilla? What is a tortilla? Corn tortilla or a flour tortilla? tortilla? Do you know how many different varieties of corn there are? Yeah, thousands. I'm sure there's. There's a a fucking green corn. Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of different varieties of. You're not that sure. I'm. I'm not. You're not that sure. (laughs) But I don't think that the. I think that the taco craze. It's like, it, it. It's. It's too much. It's like, they're, it's not that good. It is that good. It's like, it, so I, I, I would rather have like uh, that meat that's all chopped up and, and thrown in there. I'd rather just have that by itself. You why know? not put it in a tortilla? Why? It's harder to eat that way. Why would you? Why? why? Because you just, oh my God, Will. So you just put some ground meat in your hand and just eat <laughs> With a fork? With a fork. Or chopsticks. I you can just eat it in a tortilla. Eat it like a taco. That tortilla never stays together. Yes, it does. Never. And as soon as you bite into Will, it, everything s- comes out the other side. That's just, you don't know how to eat and you don't know how to fuck. You, <laughs> <that's just laughs> no, it's you're true. You're so wrong. 
You're, this is the most wrong you've ever been. Possibly. <laughs> but I was watching so I was watching a uh, a cooking show like I was waiting for somebody to pay me at work and I was sitting there watching a cooking show they were making tortillas I mean not, they were making tacos and it it just like whoa you piled all that shit in their tortilla good for you dude what you just did you can apply to literally people say that all the time when they criticize food they say oh you take a sandwich and you just take bread then you put the thing in the bread you put the other bread on it wow you can do that to anything you go oh you just had a steak you just killed the cow and then heated it up and then put salt on it it's like you can make any food sound dumb you can make anything sound dumb. Yeah. Just have Max describe it. <laughs> Dude, my description sounds smart. I find the beauty in the mundane. Tacos are mundane. Why are tacos different than sandwiches? Because you like bread more than you like tortillas? That's only because you're racist. No. no you're well, racist. He's, if you're... he's racist, then he's right. <laughs> <laughs> Just a conservative. Dude, you hear about all this Trump shit? Yeah, I don't, know, I don't know exactly what's happening. It's fucking, I mean, it's not like... It's not like anything. Basically, so like Michael Cohen just like pleaded guilty. Yeah, he he paid off women for Trump. Yeah, yeah. but he but it was paid with um possibly co- campaign money, they're not sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh but he impli- I mean, he's just he told he's a Trump insider and he said in front of a court that Trump lied and that he committed a crime, a, mm-hmm. like a federal crime. Mm-hmm. And that's just that's just there. Mm-hmm. That just exists. And then, like, li- I think it was like two minutes later, Manafort got like four hundred years of like uh, jail sentencing. Did he get a sentence? It hasn't. I mean, he at this point he's see. So I just listened to a podcast about this day. Like, he may not be in jail for life because like they give you the longest sentence. They don't give you four hundred years. They just give you the worst one. Yeah, you know what I mean. But they but then when they announce it, they're like, well, you've done four hundred years of crime. Sure. Which he has. Is that what it was? Yeah. Okay. He did so much shit. And it's like, he has, like, the most intense, like, prosecutors in the world going after him. Oh, yeah. And they're trying to get him to flip. So, like... Well, it's interesting, because this, this morning, uh, I spent a lot of time on, like, left-wing Instagram. And <laughs> Who says that? <laughs> Well, it's like what that's a lot, a lot of what it is like people celebrating and hate like hating Trump and celebrating what's been happening. And then I had to like scour to try to find right wing Instagram to like because the suggested stories. What did they say? Uh, and that's what I wanted to know. And it's mostly not talking about it. Uh, most not good. Mostly talking about that woman who was killed by an illegal immigrant in Iowa, or yeah, uh, trying to make that a story instead. Uh, and then anyone who would address it, like someone like Shapiro, was like, "Yeah, this is bad." And he looks bad. And Shapiro's not a Trump fan. Uh, and then I would read, like, a National Review article, which is a conservative publication. And it's like, it looks bad, but, like, we don't know. That's yeah. basically the tent. It's still the early. I liked it. I was like, this is kind of fun. That one guy took a plea, though, right? Which guy? Cohen. Yeah. Cohen yeah, did. yeah. So Manafort. One guy guilty, and one guy took a plea. Well, yeah. Manafort is guilty because he refuses to cooperate, because he's banking on getting a pardon. Oh, my God. That's crazy. But Trump hates him. And he was... He was the... Manafort he, was the campaign manager. Yeah, yeah campaign manager. Although he Cohen, wasn't the whole time. Cohen, Cohen was his the lawyer. lawyer. He yeah. was, like, one of his lawyers, but he was, he was like, the criminal lawyer. Totally. Like, he was, it was the thing in Breaking Bad where, like, you can get a criminal lawyer or a criminal lawyer. Like, he's, <laughs> like, he's, like, a guy that was just, like, I don't know. Like, Cohen's whole career was just, like, you know, hiring, like, selling prostitutes out of taxi cabs. That's not true, but uh, it was taxi cab <laughs> shit. Um, I'm so political. <laughs> I'm savvy. Yeah, you, you talk about politics the my, way you talk about food. My beat is on the pulse. God, I no. Or is it pulse on the beat? Fingers on the pulse. Who knows? I put my ear to the ground, and I just, like, I can tell when it's going to rain. I believe that. <laughs> you do? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you look like you do that. I knew the, but that's where this was going. Yeah. This is a Native American. Yeah, I used to get that all the time. Not all the time, but like comics would do that. So you're gonna cut your hair after CYSK, right? Yeah, I don't I haven't made <laughs> I don't I haven't made an appointment, but I like I have to like figure out how you to don't do that. You need to make an appointment. Well, I don't want to walk into somewhere and be like, all right, get to work. Like, cause this is like a this is like a job. They wouldn't care. There's way more to do with, like, okay, we got to chop it off, and we got to figure out what you want to do with it. 
Dude, there's not that many different haircuts. I don't know what to do. I don't know what haircut to get, also. High and tight, like Max. High and tight? Would you get a haircut like me? Something like that, because what what other options are there? So, okay, I have a question. Here it goes. I'm, okay, I'm ready. Do you plan to comb your hair? If I have to. Do you comb it now? No, I brush it. Does that count? Semantics. No, he lady combs it. Yeah, that counts. But I've never combed my hair. Are you no? Okay, brushing even and before, even when it was short are basically the same thing. Yeah, but it was the point of combing is to put it in a particular. You use a different wand. Pan. Yeah, but, but, but the point is you're spending time on it. Yeah, but I think you're asking if I'm combing it. Like, well, am I going to put it in a specific? I mean, are shape you going to do your hair? That's what I mean. Are you going to put like, product in it? Because some people. I hate. Don't. Pro- I hate the idea of product. Do I you, do product. Do you product now, Joe? I never have. I did in high school and I spiked. Why my do you hair. hate the idea of it? I don't. Well, I got paranoid when I was like, "Well, I, it's this can't be good for you." Oh my god! Oh, is that when you huffed the deodorant? No, this is high school. I'm like, because uh, I, I was put, I put gel in my high school for like three every day. I spiked my hair in high school. Me too. Uh, Get some fucking organic <laughs> pomade. I'm sure it's fine. It was just like, uh, so I don't want to. I don't want to put shit in my hair if I don't have. I mean, to. a lot of people, a lot of people do pomade. They just they you take a little dab, you rub it in your hands, you put it in, and then you just kind of push it in the direction you want. Like I do more than most people, and what I do it takes like thirty seconds. All right. I mean, I'm willing to go down that path. Like th- there is something, and like, pardon me, if this is like overly queer eye, but like, men do like basically nothing, and then the idea of doing anything is so like. <gasps> You want you want me to touch my nose? It's like I know what you're saying. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like I understand. I'm not opposed I feel to like doing. Men it. in America are disgusting. Men in general can be that way because I know. Don't but like I remember much. when I studied abroad, and it's not like the men look gay; they just looked nice. And, and it's gay. like why? Why? Well, the gay men there look sure gay. <laughs> they look gay as hell. You and Danny Kellis right now? No. I'm do I'm trying to do like a uh, guy who like commentates at like a uh, rap battle. Okay. Like wow. That that rap was hot. It's not bad. That one was good as well. <laughs> <laughs> I liked his iamic pentameter. Oh, that's that'd be great. <laughs> I would love it if a guy did something like that. That was prose like. <laughs> <laughs> Was that a rap or was that a sonnet? Beautiful. I'm trying to <laughs> fuck right now. <laughs> tight. Yeah, it was tight. So you're doing CYSK tonight? He is. Yep. Well, I don't know why I just answered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Max, can you answer for me? I'll speak. I'll take this one, Joe. Yeah. Max, <laughs> is Joe nervous about tonight? I don't think he cares. I mean, I think he... <laughs> <laughs> I, I have like uh, I feel like I have a response to this question <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> like I think correct me if I'm wrong I bet I'm right uh, I bet that he's he largely feels hurt that he's doing it now and not three years ago <laughs> he is a little bit nervous because what if it doesn't go well but also he's like what is this why why like this is silly like this lineup isn't good this is dumb the whole scene's bullshit Am I right? Yes. <laughs> I've talked to Joe so much. <laughs> I feel like I've talked to you about you doing CYSK for like 30 hours of my life. It's probably about right. <laughs> and like, like, I feel like you've been planning this way to feel for years now. I don't know if I planned. I was Not just planning, anticipated. but anticipating. Yeah. yeah. Is it a faux pas to ask somebody if they're nervous before a set? Mm, whatever. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't happen that much. Because, like, most set, like, even CYSK, like, th- there's, it, the reality is, like, you do lots of shows. Even if you feel like you don't do a lot of shows, like, you f- you l- quickly lose track of how many shows you've done. You've done a bunch of shows. They're more or less, you know, you do ten minutes in front of however many people. They, s- they start blurring together. Yeah, they just blur together, and then it becomes, like... And then it becomes like, oh, well, the really good show wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be. Or sometimes it's really good. Or sometimes the really bad show is way better than you think it's going to be. And it just, oh, yeah, it just blurred. It's just like, it's just another fucking jog, you know? Well, like, people build up this show to be a thing. And then it ends up being, by the time you do it, it's just like, it's just another one. Yeah, because it's like, he, he, there's nothing they can, there's nothing they can do to make it that different from any other stand-up show. Because it's like, 
all stand-up really is is you talking on a stage for however much time in front of however many people. And that doesn't feel that different anywhere. It is more or less the same. The only thing that's really different beyond people's perception of it is that it's almost guaranteed to be packed. Like yeah, so it'll be easier. So, but whereas you can do a bar show that is sometimes good, but sometimes it's just bad. Yeah, but 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 the react. I mean, the the, the response to that is, uh, it's like, yeah, it's probably going to be better. But because it has this air of being so good, you also could be disappointed by how not as good as you thought it was going to yeah, be. Yeah, it can just. I've and seen it, bad CYSKs. Yeah, and it. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't have it so much anymore. Sure. Uh, it does it. No, it's gotten really good. Okay. Um. It, yeah, it'll be a hot show. Like, you'll, yeah, you'll do great. But like, it's not. A, it's just like, it's just gonna. F- you, like, I feel like basically everyone who does CYSK who debuts on it winds up being like not disappointed in in themselves, but disappointed in the capacity for stand up to be more than what it currently is in Chicago. No, just in general. No. Like I did. I had there was a show Parlor Car that was like a a notch or two below CYSK. It was never as it was good, right below. But it was like pe- it, people really wanted to. And do it. the it was reputation a very hip show. was right below. Yes, and I did it like two years ago, year and a half. And I remember texting my buddy Jeff, who is in New York, after I did it, and I did really well. I'm like I just did great on Parlor Car, and I feel nothing. <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, that's what oh, this Sheen. is." Yeah, and that's just what it is. Like you think. You trick yourself into thinking X show that's supposed to be good and usually is good is going to change things. And it just it doesn't matter. So is it what you're saying is a show like that doesn't exist? There in is no Chicago. There is no show no. anywhere that yeah, like unlocks I, the Joe. that unlocks the world for you. You're basically already doing it. What about television? It's that is that's, that's possible. That's different. Because it, oh, of course it's different, but I think that you will be floored by how quickly it isn't. There are so many people who've done late night who you have never heard of and will never hear. Oh, of. The majority yeah. of people who've done for late sure. Night. The overwhelming majority. You're, you, the people who go on to have like good careers is got to be less than two percent. Especially now, like back in like the '80s and early '90s, like there wasn't that many. Now there's what like six late night shows. There's, there might even be more. Like, there's a lot. Like, there's Conan, there's Seth Meyers, and there's the the bigger ones. It's like, how many people do Conan, and then you you never hear from them again? A lot. It's not that those people don't do stand up anymore. They're just like, well, they never really figured out how to go to the next level. Yeah, it's not like Johnny Carson, where you go on it and then you get a television show and yeah. you and you blow up. That's not how it works. People like we like to think it is. Like, I think we want to think that oh, I reached this ring. And I'm done. That's not how it works. It's just how good can you get, and how long can you go without quitting? That's the whole thing. How long can you go without quitting? That's good. But it, YouTube's kind of like that. It's like if you get if you can get a YouTube thing that get get some traction. No. I mean, we, Joe and I were talking about this on the way over, but I think like one of the main like life lessons I've learned from stand up is that you think that. The things you don't have will make you feel different. But the reality is, is that no matter what happens, no matter what you get, no matter what you don't get, you're you the whole time. And and you think the biggest show in Chicago is going to make you different? No. You're going to do that show, and whether you crush or whether you bomb, you're going to have the same breakfast the next day. And that's true for everybody. And it's very, it's it's kind of comforting, it's kind of depressing, but it's just like, that's it. The only change that's going to happen to you is going to happen to you incrementally over time, and it's going to happen so slowly relative to the, the pace that you process information that you'll never be able to appreciate it. You'll just, at, at some point, you'll just, you'll just sit and realize like, oh, I guess things are different than they were in 2004. But yeah. because it happens so slowly, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter relative to the, the 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 rhythm at which you experience life. Well, like I I've been, it's been almost six months since I've been like tracking my weight and trying to getting on the scale every day and trying to get in shape, and like every day it can fluctuate, and so every week I take the average, and it it's like I can track my progress that way, but I don't feel differently from day to day or even from week to week. But looking back, I can because I have it all written down. I can look back. Four months ago, I was like, oh, shit, I was, like, 15 pounds heavier, and I remember I wasn't in as good shape as I am now, but I don't feel no, like I've witnessed that journey the same way. 
Or I maybe mean, if that could have happened overnight, it yeah. would have felt... Even if that were the case, it would still quickly blur into the same experience but of I life. But I think everything is... The same. I think stand-up's the same, and I think most things are that way, where you're not going to perceive the change as it's happening. You can just look, reflect back and remember six months ago, a year ago, and be like, oh, things have changed now. It just doesn't feel that way at all. Right. Like, I don't know any stand-up who feels like, oh, yeah, I'm I'm there. I think this is one of the appeal to drugs because, like... Oh, it's the major appeal. Yeah, because, like, you can take cocaine and immediately feel like, woo! (laughs) 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 Well, (laughs) never run a stand-up show. (laughs) That's that's what they do in stand-up. No, they... (laughs) It's called a light for a reason. I'm going to do a physical impression of you, and it (laughs) won't work on podcasts, but what you did is not what they do. (laughs) Yeah, they do. No, they're far more okay. <laughs> you went. Nobody can see me. I know I can. So what? What well, does it matter? Beat You're the, the <laughs> shit out of you. You're the I'm one who brought the attention to it. <laughs> no one else. It was distracting. Uh, it's always going to be. Di- I was riffing. It's always going to be distracting. You stole my riff. <laughs> you just can't give it back. It. Give it yeah, back. I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah, I don't either because I got confused. Uh, you were talking about cocaine. How good it is. Uh, yeah, how much Max is <laughs> it is. It is nice to do. Although you really got to not do it. God, is it so shitty. Have you done it recently? I did it the first time I thought things were done with Malky. So like two weeks ago? No, that was way before two weeks ago. Okay. It was <laughs> like when I went out with her, then I was like, this is bad. If you enjoy it, why are you so adamant that about not doing it? Because it... Cocaine's hard to explain. It's like, it's not that, like, if you smoke weed, you get high, and you kind of go through it, and you feel, like, the, the you know, the graph of being high, and you feel it go away, and then you kind of just get tired or whatever, and then you're back to your day. With cocaine, it's not, there's, like, a feeling of loss in cocaine. Like, what happens is, when the first, the first, like, hit of cocaine, like, line bump, whatever you do, you... For like five minutes, you get this feeling that I think is one of the best feelings I've ever had. Can you describe it? It feels like this like bracing in your head. It just feels like there's this really great like pressure on your skull. Oh, you mean like it's a physical sensation? It's a physical sensation. Because I thought you were going to describe something like, oh, everything is right with the world. No, it's not that. It okay. is like it is a physical. It's like an incredible sensation. Okay. And it's happening in your head. And, like, you're fast, whatever, but you don't care about that. You just have this feeling that is so good. And then that goes away. And then you're still high for, like, 20 minutes. And you're fast and everything, and that's good, whatever. But then you're like, I need to get that back. And then you take another line, and you get, like, a glimmer of it. But you're still high mm-hmm. for, like, another 20 minutes. Your second line, 20 minutes high. Then you do it again. And... Another 20 minutes goes by, but this time you just high. So what's that high like? The high is like you're fast, like you're, you know, you're excited, you're, you're talking. But that physical sensation of that, like, mm-hmm. like that thing, is very brief. You get that at the very beginning of doing cocaine, and it lasts for almost no time, and it's one of the best feelings. And really all cocaine is is just chasing that feeling, and mm. you want it so bad that you will continue doing cocaine until there is no cocaine. Like, you will literally... (laughs) No, no, no. But, I mean, like, well, I can't tell you how many times, like, I've bought a bag of cocaine. You did the cocaine. Yeah, Yeah, you buy another one. And then then it's 7 in the morning. You're like, I I, of course I need to stop. But if there were more, you would not stop. I have never once bought cocaine done some of it and then saved the rest for yeah. later never once is in there my life. is the high enjoyable yeah i mean because you're t- saying the sensation at the beginning is what's great but is the high itself fun it is, it is fun but it's not that great it's nothing special okay. even when you get like amazing cocaine it's just good but really what's happening is you're trying you're you're desperately hoping that you'll be able to touch that initial feeling that's all of cocaine and then what happens is when you run and what happens and then and no matter what, like, and, and each each line you take progressively, you're getting less high. Your brain, you're sure. just draining your, your body of the chemicals that are capable of getting even the secondary high. Mm-hmm. You never get back to that first feeling. But you will keep doing it 
until it doesn't work at all, and then keep doing it. And then what happens is as soon as you don't have any more, you're like, wait, but I'm still trying to get that first feeling. Mm -hmm. And then you just feel a sadness in a way that there's nothing similar to with, like, alcohol or weed. Like, both of those things, you're just ready to go to bed. With cocaine, you're like, wait, but I, I wasn't... I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready to be done. <laughs> Come on. And then, so so what happens with cocaine? This is what I always tell people. Like, I can't tell you how often I'm in a situation, and I've been the recipient of this as well. But like, I think I'm pretty good at talking someone down from trying cocaine or deciding to do it that you? night. You? Yeah. Oh yeah. I've done it a lot because what I tell people when people are like, "Should we get like, should we get like a bag of cocaine?" Like, <laughs> we can. And what I say, if, if if I'm not into it. What I tell them is like, listen, whether we do a little bit of cocaine or we do 10 hours of cocaine, this is going to end with us feeling really bad. Because if we do just a little bit, then we're going to be robbed of that thing and be like, what could have been? But if we do a lot, it's, we're going to do it until it doesn't work. And then it's going to be like, wait, but I needed, I needed more. So when you do it, it's because you lost that logical battle with yourself? No, because when you're on it, it like creates a different... But, I mean, you know that that's the case. So every time you've decided to do coke, you overcame that, I know this is going to end badly, but maybe this time. I mean, the initial impetus is kind of just like, yeah. You don't think about it that much. You're just like, yeah, like, I love, I want that. Like, if you had some cocaine right now, I would do it. Even after this talk. Even after saying it's bad. Yeah, because I know I would get, like, a half hour of, like, fuck yeah. Just where it's like, this is awesome. But then... You know, like I was talking to I was talking to Shira about crack, and she was telling me that like, like she she did a bunch of crack this weekend. She had like a rough. See, meet. I wasn't gonna bring that up, but okay. Well, I don't. I think it's fine. But she is like, um, uh, she was like, she bought like six bags of crack. Crack is really cheap, and then she bought another six bags, and she was doing it with somebody, and she was like, on the second round, she was like three bags in. And she's like. I don't even want to do anymore because this is so crazy. Mm -hmm. uh, but then she did the rest. And then she's like, no matter how much you don't want to do crack, whenever it's done, you like scrape everything for more. Yeah, it's almost and like all it's that crack. stuff. Yeah. But like, <laughs> I, I, this is the first time anyone's ever explained to me first person what that's yeah. like. Like, I always just kind of knew. Yeah, when people describe Cheetos as crack, they're but not. But she said, <laughs> no matter what, no matter how much you hate doing it, like, it's not fun at all. As soon as it's done, you freak out. You, like, freak out. And she's like, it's not like cocaine. It's like, you, like, you're like, fuck! You know? I gotcha. Hmm. Let's go get some crack. <laughs> would you do crack? No. Absolutely not. But you would do coke right now? Yeah. Okay. Aren't they just different forms of the same thing? I think crack is a lot crazier. Well, I think it's concentrated. I, don't, I have no fucking idea. I don't really know either, but from everything I can tell, it's like... It's insane. Like, you lose sense of yourself. Like, cocaine is, like, the most tame drug. It really is. It's it's far less affecting than weed is. Really? Oh, yeah. Then why is it only because it can actually hurt you that people care about it more? Well, the thing, okay. Because so no one gets hurt doing pot. If I got really high on weed, I could not talk to my mom. If I got really high on cocaine, I absolutely could talk to my mom. Okay. Like the other day, the the other day. Um, but I'm saying, why is it such a big deal then? Why is Coke a bigger deal than pot? It's, it's got to be because Coke is dangerous. It's dangerous because it's addicting. Because like weed doesn't have the thing where you're like, like if you smoke a huge bowl of weed, two hours later you're not like, I need more weed. But with cocaine, you always have that. You're like, I need more. I need more. You know what I mean? Like that keeps going, and then you need to convince yourself to stop. Where are you with? Should it be illegal or not? I mean, because I would always I used to always make the argument that like, well, people can do whatever the fuck they want with their bodies as long as they understand the risk they're getting into. But I see the argument that says there is some shit out there that people need to be protected from. I'm not know if I agree with it, but like, I understand it. I hear what you're saying. I think it, I think it's a real issue. I really do. like I think it's a real complicated issue because I hear the libertarian argument for legalize all drugs. Yeah, it's your body having. I, OK. And, and having said that, I think that. From any perspective, we should absolutely legalize weed because I just think it's harmless. I don't think it's disruptive. But I think, like, if we legalize cocaine, like, cocaine changes. Like, you can't you can't just have nine-to-fivers doing cocaine every night. You know what I mean? Because they, w they will lose their mind. 
Well, the libertarian argument will be like, well, then the, the people who don't do that will succeed. Because some people, if that's what you want to choose, then the people who choose not to do that will be more successful. But I think if things are legal, people will tend to try them. And if cocaine is, cocaine, like, isn't a logic thing. Like, it, you are, def, like, when you introduce cocaine into your system, you are superseding logic. And if it is legal, more people will try it, and it's going to, like, it has a mind of its own. Oh, I yeah, I see what you're saying, and I, I think there's a lot of sense to, like, well... You can't let people do that. Like it's too dangerous. Yeah. So like I, but have even with even with that understanding, like I really, I really am would sympathetic do some cocaine to the, right now. No, no, no. But I'm I'm sympathetic to the libertarian argument where it's like, wh- what do we do? like? Uh, also, just geopolitically, if we made it legal, it would change the the economy of everything. It it would change the like the criminality of South America. Like it would totally. Like, cause we buy the most cocaine, yeah. so it's like, um, I don't know. You mean the Chicago comedy scene buys the most cocaine from <laughs> Colombia? <laughs> I don't know. Our EDM scene is pretty decent. 